We will learn now the uh, first uh, part uh, of the Dvar Malchus and the Simon Aleph that is being studied currently by thousands of people throughout the world, B'nai Yeshiva, as well as Balabatim. And this is basically fulfilling the Rebbe's wish that we learn and Kochzach in the halachas of Mashiach. Now, the halachas of Mashiach, as we know, are basically recorded in the 12th and 13th parak of Hilchus Malachim, the very end of the Sefer Yadah Chazok of the Rambam. Let alone that the whole topic of Mashiach is a very difficult topic. It's not a topic that we find many of the other codifiers of Mephorshim discuss at length. The Rambam is Kemat, the only one who really gets into the details of it. Also, at least to the extent to Prokim, the Rambam devotes to Mashiach. But when you read these uh, Rambam, you start reading the chapter you'd based, which is going to be the main focus of this particular Sikha. As I said, this comes. This was first published in the Kutisichas, the Chelik Yudches, the second Sicha for the Parshas Balak. It's a pretty long Sicha, but when you learn the Rambam inside, is first you have to take a few minutes just to familiarize yourself with what the Rambam says, because of course the Rebbe is going to explain the Rambam, but it's not that the Rebbe is going to just ask Akasha, difficulty, a diuk. This Rambam has a lot of, a lot of uh, what is the Rambam saying over here? When you read the Rambam, you don't necessarily understand where is he going with this? It seems like a bunch of things that were put together. The way they set up the uh, classes over here is that we do today from the Sicha, from Aleph through Ches. And the next week we're going to do from Tes to the end. Now the thing is, Aleph to Ches is a piled up questions, one on top of the other. And in the answers, the Rebbe adds more questions to the beginning. I want to take a minute uh, to read uh, the Rambam side before we learn the Sicha, because if you start talking about the Diuk and you don't know what the Rambam says, it gets to be a little bit difficult. To bring the... So let's learn inside. And as the Rebbe will explain later on, the key to understanding this Rambam is by paying attention to the very first words in the opening of the Rambam. The Rambam starts the 11th chapter of Hilchus Melochim El Chamis with the following statement Allah Aleph. Hamelech HaMashiach Osid Lamoid. The King Mashiach is destined to stand up, meaning Mashiach will come. Ulehagazir Malchus Beis David Liyoshna. And to bring back the kingdom of the house of David to the old. Hamem the first dominance, the first ruling. Basically, the Rambam gives out over here that what Mashiach will do 
he will bring back things to the way they were. Because the things the way they were in the time of David HaMelech was the key to be able to fulfilling all the Torah and the mitzvahs the way you should, because you had the base Hamikdash. David HaMelech did most of it, prepared it for Shlomo to build it, but it's still, that was the ultimate way to observe and fulfill the mitzvahs by having the Beis Hamikdash and having all Yidin there. So King Mashiach will bring back that which it was already. Uboyne Mikdash. And he will build the Beis Hamikdash, the King Mashiach. That means that he's going to bring back the things the way they were by David HaMelech. And he will gather the ones who were pushed away of Israel, meaning from all over the Golus, the Yidin will come back. That means to say that just like when David HaMelech at the time, there was a Beis HaMikdash and there was the most of the so we can do all the mitzvahs, so when King Mashiach will bring it back, is so all the laws in the days of Mashiach will go back as they were before, which is Makrivim Korbonis. You will sacrifice the Korbanis. And you will make the seven years and the seven times seven when there is the Yovel, the 50th year. For that, you need the people to be in Eretz Yisrael. We need Yeshua And the Rambam says, like the mitzvah that the Torah says. So which means to in order to do the proper mitzvahs in the proper way, we need to have the Yidn in Eretz Yisrael. And that is what Mashiach is going to do. Mashiach is not coming to do something new, but Mashiach is coming to bring back that which already was. And now the Rambam gives around the halacha, this is the principle, what to believe in Mashiach. That to believe in Mashiach means not just to believe that Mashiach will come, but to believe in Mashiach, that Mashiach will bring everything back the way it was by David HaMelech. And that's why the Rambam says now that not believing in Mashiach is not just not believing in the prophets, which discuss in great details and length what's going to take place in the end of the day. But not believing in Mashiach means you're not believing in the Torah because it's essential to believe in Mashiach because this is part of the observance of the Torah is to have Mashiach bring back the things the way they were by Melech David. And that's where the Rambam continues, anyone who doesn't believe in Mashiach, or somebody who doesn't look forward for his coming, is isn't just denying the other prophets, which means in the prophecies in which we find all about the coming of Mashiach, but rather he would be denying the Torah of Mashiach. So that means that waiting for Mashiach is in order for us to do the Torah, not to do something new, which is Nishadish later of the Torah. And the proof of this, because the Torah testifies about him. So that means that it's part of the Torah requirement that we have. Mashiach in order to be able to fulfill the Torah. 
First, the Rambam brings a posik of the Pashas Nitzavim, Shenemar, because the posik says, God will bring back your returnees and he will have compassion. And he will return and he will gather you in from all the nations. If you will be pushed away to the ends of the heavens, meaning wherever you are pushed away, from there, God, your God will gather you in. From there, he will take you. And God will bring you to the land. So basically, the Torah says very clearly over here in the parsha that Hashem will bring back all the Yidden from wherever they have been pushed away all over Golos back to the land of Eretz Yisrael. In this prophecy, yet it doesn't say how Hashem will do that, through whom. It doesn't say through Mashiach. It says, So the Rambam goes further. He says, But first the Rambam wants to make clear as the Rebbe learns, All these matters which we see clearly in the Torah include all the words that are said in the Nevi'im. Again, the Rebbe's concept over here is it's not something new, but rather it's bringing back and it's for the purpose of being to be able to fulfill the Torah mitzvahs the way we should do it. Is in koilim koladvorim shenem la dekonavim. Therefore, it includes everything. It is nothing new, but this is from the Torah. But yet, from this pasuk that we brought so far, we don't know who the Melech Hamashiach is, or that there is a Melech Hamashiach. We know the Chayyim that Hashem will bring us back. So the Rambam goes further and says that also in the same halacha, as the Rebbe will point out, that Av beparoshas bilam nemar. That also in this section of bilam. This is when Bolok hired Bilam to curse the Eden at the end when Hashem didn't allow him. So finally, Bilam says to Bolok, let me tell you what's going to happen to your people. He gives him the prophecy. And over there, it's very uh, strange that all the, basically, the prophecies are duplicate. It repeats itself in a different language. And the Rambam learns that these two languages, one refers to David HaMelech and one refers to the Melech HaMashiach. And as the Rambam will bring the verses by, we see what we find by David and we find by Melech HaMashiach. And the Rebbe will later on in the Sikha, which we will learn in the second part, explain exactly how these specific Lashonis fit, the Lashon that fits for David HaMelech and the Lashon that fits for the Melech HaMashiach. But the point Rambam wants to bring here is that we see clearly in the prophecy that we're talking about a Mashiach, and we're talking about that Mashiach will bring back that which the Mashiach, David Amelech, has started, has accomplished a Mashiach, and that has lost, has been lost, and that's going to be brought back. So as the Rambam says, Bilam Nemar, even in the section of Bilam, it's written, Bishom Niba Mashiachim, over there he prophesies about the two anointed ones. Anointed one means those who had the Shemana Mishcha, the anointing oil, put on them. David Amelech had the anointing oil on him, and King Mashiach will have the anointing. That's what they're called. Melech Mashiach. They're both Mashiach. And the Rebbe will explain why do we need to emphasize the fact that David was a Mashiach, that he was anointed. King Shaul before David was also Mashiach. And the Rebbe will point out, will explain. 
But here the Rambam is telling us that by these two Mashiachim, by Mashiach Arish and Shu David, by the first Mashiach, which is David Hamelech, Shaishiyas Yisrael Miyat Sareim, he helped the Yid from the hand of their enemies. And he was able to conquer Israel and bring back the land to the Eden. This later Mashiach, the last Mashiach who will stand from his children, from the descendants of David HaMelech, he will save the Jewish people from the hands of Esau because the Golus is called the Golus Edom, the Golus of Esau, as we'll see further in the Pesukim. So first of all, we see the Rambam is going to say what we see in the Psukim by Bilam's prophecy, how he's talking about two things. He's talking about David HaMelech and talking about Mashiach. David HaMelech and Mashiach are one and the same. They're following, doing the same accomplishment. Now in the Pesukim, it says, Ashurenu v'lei korev, and Erenu v'lei ato, Ashurenu v'lei korev. Basically, means the same thing. Means I see this is happening. I see him. I see the Mashiach, but not now. Ashurenim also means I see him. But it's also not close. One goes on David Hamelech, not now when Bilam was giving the prophecy. One goes, Lekara goes on Melech Mashiach even further. Let's look inside. The Shamu over there in the parsha of Bilam, in the prophecy, it says, I see him, but not now, which is. Zed David, that refers to David Amelech. I see David will stand up, but it's going to take some time. It's not now when Bilam. And the same thing he says again, I see it, but it's not so close. This is the King Mashiach. The version over here is a little bit different than the popular version. This is the version of uh, Taman. And this is a little bit different. So, but the Rebbe deals with a lot of the Shunun Nishchoyis over here, the Hey, Melech HaMashiach, Melech HaMashiach. But we'll just learning this to get familiar. Then, finally, okay. So this is what he says, I see it, not now. And the Rebbe divides that these are four different periods about who Mashiach is, what he's going to accomplish for the Jewish people, what he's going to accomplish for the nations, as the Rebbe will explain these four sections. We have four sections over here. First of all, when do I see it, but not now? David HaMelech, I see it, not close, that's Mashiach. Then the Pesach says, Dorach Koichov Miyakov, come shevet me Yisrael. Again, the repetition. Dorach Koichov Miyakov means a star will step forth from Yaakov. Who is this star? Who is this star that will come from Yaakov? Zed David. That is the reference to David. David will come as stand out a star who will help the Yidna, I said before. And over here it uses the word Yaakov over here. But then become Shevet Misrael, a ruler, a stick. A ruler will come from Misrael. That is Zehamelech HaMashiach. This is already the King Mashiach. So these two Psukim again are talking from David HaMelech to Melech HaMashiach. Further, the Posik says David, uh, King uh, Bilam prophesizes Umochatz Pasi Moyov. Crush Moyov. Crush the Pasi Moyov. Crush Moyov. Which means the punishment for the Goyim, the one who caused all the sorrows and the troubles for the Jewish people throughout the long exile. But the Pasik, and then the Pasik refers 
So these two parts, and he's going to annihilate or get rid of all the Bnei Sheis, the troublemakers. Bnei Sheis is a more general Sheis. Sheis is the son of other Marishan, which basically, as Rashi says, the Chumash means all the descendants of Sheis. So who is the Mochatz Pasi Mayav? Who is going to do that? Zedovit, that's the first part of the Pasi. Who decides that Mochatz Pasi Mayav is David? Why David? There's a Pasi for that. We find later on in Shmuel Beis, Periches Pasi Beis, Bechenu Eimer, so the Pasi of Ayaches Mayav by Madadim Bachemel. This is talking about David HaMelech. David smit the Mayav and he measured them with the string. So we see that the Mochatz Pasi Mayav that Bilam prophesied took actually place with David. We know it's David. And then the second part of this crushing, he says, that David HaMelech, that Mashiach is going to take all the B'nai Sheis. Kobanei Sheis is a reference from all the nations of the world. Where do we find the dominance over the entire world? Zamelech HaMashiach, that's Mashiach. King Mashiach, which says that he will dominate from sea to sea. And further, we're talking about specifically now the final verses, and which he duplicates again. He says, So the first part of the Posig, that Edim will be an inheritance to the Yidin, meaning the Yidin will take over Edim. Again, we're talking about specifically Edom versus Seir, which is a more general name, as the Rebbe will say in the end of the Sikha. So, that is talking about David. Shenemar, Pasik says in different Sukkah, it says, that Edom was for David for slaves. So, we see that David was uh, inherited the people of Edom. That was what happened by the time of David. That it'll become, say it will become the ratio. That is, this is the King Mashiach. Okay, so we'll record and use the Chiveris that the Dvar Malchus uh, from the project uh, which has translated the Sicha as the Dvar Malchus did uh, from the original Yiddish as it appeared in Parshas Bolok in Chelik Yudches, the second Sicha. So we'll read it from inside and we have it here on the screen starting with Simon Aleph. And the caption, the heading is Chazoras Malchus Beis David Ushleimus Mishpatei HaToiro. This the return of the kingdom of the Beis David and the wholesomeness of the laws of the Torah. Because this is going to be the entire, the Chiddush, that the Rebbe is Mechadish and how the Rebbe explains all the halachas in the first, in the Perikid base uh, from the Rambam and the Hilchus Molochim about Mashiach, that what it is, is the Mashiach is going to return 
is going to bring back the kingdom of Beis David. David's kingdom was the wholesomeness of the observance of Torah mitzvahs during his time. And unfortunately, after the Golos, after Yidin were dispersed, we no longer can really fulfill the Torah, the laws of the Torah in its wholesomeness. So when Mashiach will bring back, to bring back that the Torah laws will be in the wholesome ways. That's going to be the entire premise as the Rebbe is going to explain what the Rambam says. So let's look inside. Aleph. Kosav HaRambam Besoif Hilchos Molochim. The Rambam in the end of the laws of Molochim, which is the last laws in the Sefer of the Yad HaChazoka. So he writes as follows. There is the first few words in the Rambam that the Rebbe doesn't quote over here. Uh, and the Rebbe will quote them at the end after his test in which the Rebbe is going to bring the explanation, is going to bring the beginning of the Lachas of the Rambam. And you can see, uh, I thought I had the Yeah, in the Rambam, the uh, the first uh, minds is Hamelach Hamashiach Osid Lamed Ulachzir Machus Beis David Liyoshna. Going to bring it back, but the Rebbe quotes here from the uh, from the Rambam. The Rambam writes like this: V'chol mi she'enei mamin boi. That's be Mashiach. Anyone who doesn't believe in Mashiach, or mi she'enei machakil libiosi or one who does not anticipate and wait for him to come, for Mashiach to come. It's not just denying the other prophets. We know that the topic of Mashiach is discussed at great length in the various different Nevi'im, in the prophets. So it's obvious if one doesn't believe in Mashiach, that he would be denying that which is written, that which is has been said by the prophets. But the Rambam says, not only is he denying if he doesn't believe Mashiach is coming, doesn't wait for Mashiach, not only is he denying that which is written in the other prophets, but rather he's also denying the Torah and Moshe, our teacher. Why? Because the coming of Mashiach is actually in the Torah, which was given to us by Moshe Rabbeinu. The Torah testifies upon him because the Torah says, the Pesach says, that God will return. So that's the Pesach in Parshas Nitzavim, the Torah talks about over there. Then you will return. The Pesach says, 
God will bring back your return. Vishov, he will gather you from all the nation. Asher that God has scattered you over there. So the Pasik itself says that Hashem will bring you back. So that's the first proof that the Rambam brings that the Torah talks clearly about the coming and the ingathering of the people going back to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem will bring you back and return you to Eretz Yisrael. And that's one of the tasks of Mashiach to bring back. As we'll see later on, in this Pasuk, it doesn't say that Mashiach will bring back. As you see in the Pasuk, it says, Vishov Hashem Alekecha. How Hashem Alekecha is going to do it doesn't say in this Pasuk. So the Rambam continues further to bring uh, another other Pesukim. Then the Rambam continues. If you look at the Rambam, the Rambam writes, first he says, uh, by the way, this is a copy of the Rambam in the version of Taimon. It's a little bit different than the uh, standard version that we have. But this is just for uh, purposes of uh, references. So uh, this is a, uh, uh, just meant for that. So, so the Rambam writes, now, Rebbe admits these few lines, which the Rebbe is going to explain later on. And after that, it says, So the Rambam goes on to uh, say that uh, this is also, Mashiach's uh, coming is also in this section and the portion of Bilam. This was said. By the way, oh, throughout the Sikha, you'll see every, every detail of the Rambam is explained why it says the Parshas Bilam and how the Rambam referenced to it, but we'll go slowly, a little bit at a time. So then the Rambam continues and says, Ab Parshas Bilam Nemar, but also in the section of Bilam it says, the Rambam says, Visham Nibo Over there in that section of the portion Bilam, Bilam prophesized about the two anointed ones, which is Bemashiach Harishain Shohu David, the first anointed one. Anointed one means that they were anointed with the special Shemen Habishcha. So the Melech is Nimshach, is anointed. So David Melech was Nimshach. And same thing is Mashiach will be Nimshach, and that's why he's called Mashiach, Mashiach Hashem, an anointed one. So the Parshish Bilam talks about the two anointed ones. The first anointed one, the first Mashiach, Shehu David, he saved the Yidin from their enemies, those who oppressed them. And then also the later anointed one, Mashiach, 
Tzidkenu, Sha'omed Mibonov, who is going to stand up from this children of David, a descendant of David, Shemeshias Yisrael, who is going to save the Eden at the end. Various different girses over here. We're not going to go into the Ha'aris right now. It's enough to deal with the Pnim itself. But over here you have a lot of the footnotes uh, also explaining every uh, word, some of them, the different Kisviyad, the, the censor, changed some things as the Rebbe discusses here in the others. And then the Rambam brings down, specifically explaining how the Psukim over there in the Parshas Bilam and there is discussed there. So that in the Parshas Bilam, just to have a reference over here, uh, this is talking about at the end after uh, Bilam tried to curse the Bnei Yisrael and he could not. So finally, at the end, before he leaves, Bilam says to Bolok, and let me tell you what's going to happen at the end of days. And he goes through. Uh, and then he says, we're going to basically translate this one posuk, posuk at Zion, that Abba is going to bring down over here. And it seems to be a duplicate. Everything in the posuk is said basically twice. He says, at Enu, I see him. That is referring to the following posuk. In the posuk, I see him, the savior of the Yidin. That is David and
So Dorach Koyuchum Yaakov Zed David. So that star from Yaakov is referring to David. And the second part, a rule from Israel, this is the King Mashiach. And then further in the prophecy, he will crush the passive Moyov, that refers to David. Who says that it's uh, David? It says, because we say in the Posik. The Posik says, This is talking about David, that he smith Moyov, he measured them by the rope. So basically, we see that David is the one that Mochatz Pasimov, that which he prophesied in the Parshas uh, Bilom, came true as we see in the Novi, that he actually was mochatz pasimov, vayaches And then when he further prophesies vikarkar kol sheis, that he will humiliate all the b'nei sheis, we see that that's zehamelach hamashiach. That's already, kol b'nei sheis is melach hamashiach. Because by mashiach, the posik says, shenemar, as the posik in Zechariah, pedic test, posik yud, says, that he will dominate from sea to sea. That means basically the entire world. Then further the passage says, Adam will be inherited. That is going to take place by David. And as the Rebbe is going to take place, these four details in these four psukim of Moshiach and David, David, Moshiach, in this fear, how they exactly, those are the impacts on the Yidden, on the world, on the uh, on the Adam, as we'll see later on in the end of the Sikha. So Zed David, Shanamar, as it says, but he Adam le David Here we have evidence from the Posik later on in Shmuel Bay's Posik Vov over there. Over there it says that Adam is gonna be for David for Avodim. So therefore we see that this Adam Yeresha took place by David. And when finally it says, that is referring to the Melech HaMashiach, they will go up as when they'll be saved on the Mount of Tzien, and they're going to do voice uh, uh, So basically, the Psukim uh, all go on David and Mashiach. So the first issue the Rebbe wants to know uh, if we're trying to bring evidence from the Torah that talk about Mashiach, the Rambam didn't need to really go into all these specific details. Uh, he could have uh, explaining the Psukim, which goes here, there. That's not usually what the Rambam does. Sefer Ayad Haru Sefer Alochis. The Sefer of the Yad of the Rambam is a Sefer which gives us laws, rulings, the Halokha. Kedibra Rambam Bagdamosi Besoifo, as the Rambam writes in his introduction of the Sefer Ayad, in the end of the introduction, he says that this is a Sefer of Halochis. 
This is not a an expounding on the verse of the Torah or similar. That's not what the Yad of the Rambam is. The Rambam explains, brings down the halachas, the laws. So we need to understand. It seems like the Rambam is trying to prove from these psukim that the belief in Mashiach's coming is from the Torah, in order for the Rambam to prove his ruling, that whoever doesn't believe in Mashiach isn't just denying who Koifer Batayra, who Moshe Rabbeinu is not just denying the Rebim, but he's actually denying. He's actually contradicting the Torah. And Moshe Rabbeinu, so in order to prove this halacha from the Psukim, it would have been sufficient had he just written that in addition to what he had quoted before from the Parshish and Hashem will bring you back so in addition he could have said that also in the posting of Bilam Neymar and over there, he prophesied about the late, the, the last Mashiach, who is going to be standing up from the seed, from the children of David, who's going to help the Eden at the end. So that's all the Rambam had to say, basically, that we find that in the prophecy of Bilam, that there is over there that he's going to redeem us. Now, we would know already that what he's talking about, just by saying that it prophesies by Mashiach, it says in the Parshas uh, Bilam, we know which is the Parshas Bilam we're talking about, within the Parshas Bolok, which is the whole story of Bilam. We would know already, without even having to references of bringing the Psukim, we know which verses he's talking about, the verses of the Nebuah, which begins as Chalosim here. He, they start over, that the people will do to your nation at the end of days. Uh, basically, if you look in the, uh, in the Pasek, it says in the Parshish Bilam, he starts off over there by saying, uh, let me tell you what's going to happen. And there he tells him about So we would figure out where the Rambam, even if the Rambam did not bring the actual verses, we would figure out on our own where the Rambam is talking about because it says in the Posik, it starts off, and we're talking about what's going to happen, and that should have been sufficient. He didn't have to say which Posik it is, he just says, that the Parshish Bilam talks about Mashiach Achra. Why does he have to prolong in the details of the evidence that in these Psukim Medubar, that we're talking about the two Mashiachs? Why is that important to go through that? And on top of that, and the Raman goes into the details on whom each part of the Pasuk is hinting to goes through which is goes on David and which goes on Mashiach. All the details, why is that necessary?
And Rebbe says, even if we'll say, okay, he wanted to tell you exactly the Pesukim, but still he doesn't have to bring all the details of who's what. Even if the intention is to articulate very clearly which Pesukim he's talking about, so we could maybe it would have been sufficient if you would have brought Rak You could have brought just the first Posik and the last Posik that he is discussing, which discusses Mashiach. You can say in the verses, etc. And that's all these two psukim without going into the whole arichas of the explanation. In Ois Beis, the Rebbe continues to bring and build a case that the Rambam is trying to convey over here that believing in Mashiach Part of it is believing that David was and Mashiach will come and bring back that which was by David. The Rebbe's case, the Rebbe is building here by showing that all the Ariches that the Rebbe discussed in Perik Aleph, in Ois Aleph, that you see that the Rambam is not just bringing the Psukim, but rather he evidence as there is evidence, but he goes through the Psukim. The Rebbe will continue noise base to show that the Rambam's intent over here is not just to prove that we find in the Torah the concept of Mashiach, that Mashiach is coming is from the Torah, but specifically that this is connected with David the Mashiach. But what's, what is this about that, which is what the Rebbe's point? Let's look inside. Base. Ois base. From the fact that the Rambam adds evidence, he brought one evidence from the Pasuk of Nitzavim, and then he adds the proof that Av the Parshas Bilam Nemar, also in the Parshas Bilam is written. So he is not satisfied. Afal Pi Shekvar Hevi Lifneze Rayel Etzem Hoyen. Even though previous, before this proof from Bilam, he already brought evidence for the concept in general. The Rambam brings evidence, as he says, quote, Shaharei Hatoyrohi Ido Alav. Because the Torah testifies on Mashiach. God will return the Shvuscha. And the Rambam adds, Mashma. So then it appears, who can move him in Pashas Lushoyne. And as it's understood just from reading the language of the simple reading in the language of the Rambam, that Shaksuvi mi Parshas Bilom. That these verses that he quotes from the portion of Bilom, maybe Harambam be'ikir, he's mainly bringing them 
He's not just bringing another proof, evidence about the coming of Mashiach, which is Gulas Yisrael Mehagolus, that we will be redeemed from the Golos. But he wants, he has something else in mind here. The Rambam brings it Elogam. He also has in mind, not just another place in the Torah where we discuss Mashiach, when Mashiach is brought down, but also Shaniba Hamashikim that over there, he also there, he tested, he prophesied about the two Mashiachs, the Mashiach Harishan Shu David Khulu, the first Mashiach, which is David, and the last Mashiach who is going to be from his descendant. So the Rambam is bringing down this Sukkim to talk about, to show us that there is the two Mashiachim that are involved over here. That's why he details and he explains the verses to show us the exact uh, two Mashiachim, which is important to the Rambam. So how do we know that he's talking about the two Mashiachim? So he has to detail. But the Rambam is coming to tell us that there is a prophecy in the Torah about the two Mashiachim, not just that there is evidence that Mashiach will come, but that there is two Mashiachim that we're talking about. So while we understand why the Rambam would want to bring another proof, because in the first Pasuk, it doesn't say that there's going to be Mashiach Bechlal, it just says Hashem will bring you back. So we want to bring a Pasuk that talks about Mashiach, that there's a person who's going to be the anointed one who's going to redeem and we can understand that. But why? What is the purpose in the Rambam telling us that there were two Mashiachim? There is a Mashiach, Rishim Mashiach Achrei. But that alone needs explanation. So we understand that Rambam is trying to do, tell us that there's two Mashiachim here, that's why he's bringing the Pasuk. We understand that he brings the evidence from the Pesukim. He wants to tell us about the concept itself, about Mashiach. So yesh loimar, so we can say why he wants to bring additional proof. The Pasik that God will return. He return. In that Pasik it doesn't say Mashiach. That's gonna be through Mashiach. So that's why the Rambam brings us evidence from that. The Torah says specifically that the prophecy of Bilam, the prophecy was not just Hashem will take us out of Golos and bring us back to the throne, but there's King Mashiach. So we understand why the Rambam would need additional proof and is not satisfied with the posseg of Nitzavim of Eshav Hashem Melekecho. But why? Why is it? How does it connect to this proof of the Torah? I'll be some Mashiach, but Mashiach, the Rambam, Shreidel, Shashom Nimo, Loirag, Mashiach, Achre, 
not only did he prophesy by the latter Mashiach, but also by David, Mashiach Harishah. So why, why is that? He wants to bring a proof. He should say that he talked about Mashiach over there. Why by the two Mashiach? What, what does that have to do with anything? Especially Barichas, he does it at length, the Rambam Lefarish, Kol Protel is Maksuvim. He explains all the details of the languages in the Psukim. Ezeb Mehemed Abrim Melech David, which are talking about King David. Ezeb Melech HaMashiach, which are talking about King Mashiach. Why is this all necessary? In Oiz Gimel, the Rebbe will suggest that maybe one can say that the reason why the Rambam brings down about the two Mashiach that is to bring more evidence that this is really going to happen. Since we see that the Psukim that talk about Mashiach also talk about David, and by David it happens, so that will increase our belief in Mashiach. But as the Rebbe brings out, that that couldn't be the only uh, the Rambam brings it down, just to be Machazik the Amuna, but it seems like in the whole idea of the Rambam, the Rambam wants to say that there has to be the belief in the two Mashiachim as, uh, as the Rebbe will explain. Let's look inside. Gimel. It would seem that we could say that the reason why the Rambam also brings proof also, on the fact that Bilam prophesied about two Mashiach, Gam Mashiach Arishen Shu David Sheshias Yisrael Chulu, also about the first Mashiach, which is David, who saved the Yidden. Why is that important to the Rambam to bring evidence for that, to bring that in? Because why would the Lachayda? It would seem Manegeya Lamuna Bebias Mashiach. How is it connect that we believe in the coming of Mashiach? Shagam David Nikra Mashiach, Kimoy Hamelach Mashiach. That also David is called Mashiach just as the Melach Mashiach. And the Rambam emphasizes it, Acha Al Shneim Emrim, to the extent we say about both, Shneya Mashiachim, with the two Mashiachim Beheya idea. Why is that important to the Rambam to say? What, what is it? So here we can say as follows. Knowing about the first Mashiach, knowing about David, is important because that touches, that connects to the belief in the coming of Mashiach, and it strengthened it. Once we know that the idea of Mashiach it's not a new item. Because there already was the first Mashiach, which is David, who saved the Yidden from the hands of their enemies. So once we know that, this adds strength in the belief that also in the future there will come a Mashiach who to send the Yid. 
So basically, we're bringing down Mashiach Risha, we're bringing down David as support to give force to the belief in the coming of Mashiach because there already he was. And the Rebbe brings down this would be similar to the evidence of our sages of blessed memory. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, Sadiq Aleph, discusses over there that the, 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 the rabbi said, proved, and he says, and they were challenging and saying, how could the, if the living die, how do you say that the die will be living? So he told him, Adrabe, he said, how do we prove that he is amazing? He says, those who were not around, never will live. It's a mistake. It has to be the Havi, not a rage. The Havi, it's a, a typo. The Havi, those that were alive, for sure will become alive. He says, if people who were never around live, so people that were around for sure should live. So that means to say, the same thing is that this is what happened since already Mashiach was there already. It was through David HaMelech. That means for sure it's going to happen again. That would be in concept, but more so because in that same prophecy, he discusses the two parts of the Pasuk. One discusses David, the other discusses Mashiach. So just like the first part took place, the part of David, the same thing we have proof that the same thing will take place by Mashiach. Or a little different. As it's written, brought down in the Meforshim. And that's in the Kiryas Sefer Laharambam, that brings down in the Hora. So he explains that the Kibon She Aldvar Shnei Hamishichim Namar Boisu Nevuo. Since in the same prophecy we talk about the two Mashiachs, Harikishem Sheniskaim Chelek Hanevuo, Benegeya Le Mashiach Horishem, just as the portion of the prophecy as it pertains. To the first Mashiach, Shuhu David, which is David Shoshiyas Yisrael Miyatsareim, who saved the Yidden from the hands of their enemies. So that came true. Came So that way, for sure, the prophecy will be fulfilled. About the last Mashiach, Shoemed Mibonov, who is going to stand up from the seed of the children. The descendants of Mashiach, Shemashiach Yisrael Bachreina, who's going to help the Yidna the end. So, according to the way this is explained, that from the fact that same Pasuk, same prophecy, this is similar. Rebbe doesn't bring it down over here, but it's similar to the story in the end of Makis with. Uh, Rabbi Akiva, that he says that until he didn't see one prophecy fulfilled, he wasn't sure about the second one. And now that that is fulfilled, so now he is sure. So basically, this is one prophecy. And that's why this adds confidence in the coming of Mashiach, as we see that part of the prophecy has been fulfilled. So the other prophecy will be fulfilled as well. 
But the Rebbe says that's not really fit in the reasoning that the Rambam should just bring it down to add confidence. I will move on, but it's understood. It's difficult to explain. This is the entire reasoning for bringing it down. Because when the Rambam brings these psukim, his intent is not as you see. He's not just saying of here that he's bringing a proof evidence that the King Mashiach will for sure come. So he's bringing down these psukim to prove to us that Mashiach will come. He brings down these psukim as he says to evidence that about Mashiach is written in the Torah. And therefore, um, is there because it's written in the Torah, as he started off, one who doesn't believe in Mashiach, or one who doesn't wait for him to come, not only in the other Nevi'im he denies, but in Torah But this, again, this is a typo here, it should be So basically, the proof of the Rambam here from the Psukim is not to bring us confidence in the coming of Mashiach, but as the Rambam writes, to bring evidence that it is written in the Torah. So in Cain, in that case, since we're trying to say that this is the coming of Mashiach, why is it Why is it important over here that he prophesied by the two Mashiachs? Also in the first Mashiach, which is David. Why is that important to know? We only have to know that we have to believe in the Mashiach that is going to come. We're not discussing Mashiach Rishon. When he goes through the Farish, he specifically he goes and he explains the four languages that are duplicated in these verses. That the duplication, the first ones, the intent is the first Mashiach, which is David. And in the second of the duplications, the Mashiach Achrim, we're talking about Mashiach Achrim. All this, again, giving it what the Rebbe is going to prove from this, that part of believing in Mashiach is to believe that this Mashiach will come and fulfill that which was by the Mashiach, by David, as we read in the caption of the Sikha, to tell us that the kingdom of David will come back and the fulfillment of all the mitzvahs. And therefore, it is part and parcel of the belief of Mashiach, as the Rebbe will explain later on. The Rambam moves on now in Halacha, in Oiz the Rebbe in Oiz moves on now to the next Halacha in the Rambam. After we just completed explaining the halacha aleph, the questions. The Rambam brings down an halacha base that Abba or a mikvot, when the 
talk about the cities of refuge, the Pasik says over there, that when Hashem will widen your territory, so then you need to add additional three cities of refuge over the three that you've already had. There was never and there was never they added it through these three uh, additional cities. So when is it talking about the Pasik? Tosik is just talking about something which didn't happen. It says, Hashem doesn't say it in vain. Basically, it means that it had to happen. So the only thing that can happen is by Mashiach. And the Rambam just concludes here, So here we had to scratch, like a proof here, a proof there, from different places. But when we talk about the words of the prophets, we need no evidence. All the svarim are filled from this item. So here you see something interesting that the proof over here, the third proof, the Rambam writes on base. But the two proofs of before, that when he brings first that the Posik, and then the second Posik, that he says, Abbe Parshas Bilom, are all placed in Halacha Aleph. And over here, this proof from the Ori Miklot, the, the Rambam writes in Halacha uh, Beis. Why, if each proof needs its own Halacha, should have a separate Halacha for the proof from the Pasik of Bilom as well. Let's look inside. Dalit. As a follow of the Rambam writes, but in our own halacha, this is halacha based, that when Hashem, if Hashem will, Widen your territories, you should add three more cities. And a lot of misprints over here. It's the uh, apostrophe on the top over here. And there was never such an item. Hashem would not have instructed in vain. Must be Mashiach will come and will, at that point, will add those cities. So that's another evidence for the coming of Mashiach. It's known also the way the Rambam divides the halachas is exact. So we need to understand why does the Rambam bring this evidence in its own halacha? This is a halacha base. And not in the previous halacha together with the other two proofs, which are from the Torah. So these are be a third raya from the Torah and bring it together over there. If you're, if it's fitting that each evidence from the Psukim needs its own halacha, so then he should have written also the proof from the portion of Bilam in its own halacha. And Gam, and also Lomo Medayik Litsayin Mekoira Kosuf. 
Why is he specifically referencing the source of the Pesach? The Bifrat, and he uses Beloshin, the language, Av Be'ori Miklot Huaymer. He's talking about the cities of refuge. Beloi, why didn't he say, Be'parsha Shoftim, Av Be'parsha Shoftim? Adarach Masha Kozul, if Nezeh Be'parsha's Bilom. Parsha's Bilom and Bolog, that's the that's the Parsha. The, 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 over here, he should have said Parsha's Shoftim. Why does it say Be'ori Miklot? So this is the question that the Rebbe asks on Aloha base in the Rambam in this parak. In Ois Hay, the Rebbe goes back to explain another aspect or to ask another aspect in the language that the Rambam uses in describing uh, David and Mashiach by calling them the Shnei Mashiachim. Mashiach means anointed one, isn't a, a specific uh, quality of David's. Uh, why does he use the Lashon Shnei Mashiachim? Uh, Shaul HaMelech was also anointed one. So what is the Rambam trying to do too so if he wants to bring down those that were anointed, it's not necessarily David, it could be Shaul also. If he wants to bring down what happened in the beginning and at the end, instead of David and Mashiach, he should bring Moshe and Mashiach, because Moshe and Mashiach have more seemingly connection than David and Mashiach. So what's the Rambam? The Rebbe is pressing and trying to show that the David is a important part that the Rambam is trying to say. Let's look inside. Hey, we also need to understand the language, specific language that the Rambam uses is Bishnei HaMashichim, the two Mashichim. What is it important to hear that it's Mashichim? And why is we called the two Mashiachs? And why is David called Mashiach? Two Mashiachim seems like it's Mashiach Sidkeno and David, but it's not it's not the case. Shaharei Kishem, Shadavid Nimshach Bishemana Mishcha Bikaren, just like David was Nimshach with the Shemana Mishcha Bikaren, as the Gemara says in Megillah Yudal and Aleph with that with the uh with the vessel. And Venikra Mashiach Hashem, and he's called a anointed Bashem. Again, there's a typo. There's a lot of typos over here. Uh, it's also Nimshach Shaul Bepach So he was also anointed. Not with the Keren, but he was Nimshach with the Pach, with the Jok. He too is referred to as Mashiach Hashem. And the Pesukim, as the Rebbe quotes in Note 27. So we're saying the Mashiachim. Uh, David is not unique in that. If the intent of the Rambam is Livcher, Shnei, Mashiach, Yisrael, to choose two that were helping the one Bereshena, one was in the beginning and one Ubachar, one was at the end, and want to bring the parallel between the beginning and the end. 
But it would be fitting more to be Moshe Rabbeinu. He was the first one who redeemed them. Mashiach will be the last redeemer. They both saved the Eden from Golos. So if we want to bring down two, it would be more rather than David and Mashiach, it would be Moshe Mashiach. Mashiach and David. David did not take them out of, of Golos. It was the king. And the says, just to point out, that even that also, as far as their levels of prophecy, the Rambam writes, that Mashiach is greater than all the prophets. That would mean that he is on a very high level, or at the level closer to Moshe Rabbeinu, even than David. Or like he writes in the Sefer uh, Ayad, and that's in Hilchus Shuvah Periktas Halacha Beis. The Navi Godel who Korav LeMoshe Rabbeinu, he's a great prophet. He's almost close to Moshe Rabbeinu. Mashenkin David, as opposed to David, we don't find that. And, uh, it wasn't as a Navi. Right, bring down the references. Wasn't as a Navi as great as as Mashiach. And therefore, if the Rambam was looking to say there is two, the beginning and the end, it would be more appropriate to bring Moshe Rabbeinu. So what's going on here? The Rambam is bringing here the David. David is a key to this whole idea over here of believing in Mashiach. In Ois Vav, the Rebbe moves on to ask several questions in Halacha Gimel. In Halacha Gimel in the Rambam, the Rambam continues and it says, Al Yala, Al Daitchosh HaMelech HaMashiach, Tzorich Lase don't enter your mind that King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs, miracles, Mechadish Dvarim Ba'ilam, to come up with new things in the world, or to resurrect, make the dead living. And similar to this, as the fools say, this isn't true. Rabbi Kiva was a great sage of the sages of the Mishnah. And he would be carrying the vessels, meaning he followed him of Ben Koziva, the king. And he would say about Ben Koziva, that he is King Mashiach. And he, and also the, all the sages of his generation, imagined for Ben Koziva to be the King Mashiach. Or until, unfortunately, he was killed because of the sin. And once he was killed, then it was. Known, we found out that he wasn't Mashiach. But while he was assumed to be Mashiach, the Chachamim didn't ask for him no proof and no evidence. So far, so good. The Rambam explains. Now, all of a sudden, the Rambam brings in another point over here, which seems what's the connection? And then the Rambam says, The main principle is as follows. 
that the Torah that we have, our Torah, our Torah, the laws, the rules do never change for eternity. We don't add to them, we don't take away of them. They stay as it is. If you should add or you should take away, or one who interprets, shows a face in the Torah, meaning a misinterpretation, and you take out of the mitzvahs that they're not literally, maybe she says to put on fill, and you say it means something figuratively. Badoi or Mabadai, Baroshav, Apikoidus. I think the Lashon of there is Badoi, Roshan, Apikoidus, and all the things. So, how does this connect to uh, the fact that the Rambam starts off? They didn't ask from him. It almost seems like the Rambam is saying if they would ask from him an Isa Mephis, so that would be something going against the Torah. And that's being a gallop on the Torah. That's where the Rambam writes it. Let's look inside. Understand this by explaining several in the two following halachas. After the halacha and halacha based, that the Rebbe explained, that the Rebbe questioned the different question in the Hilchas Malachim shop. In the third halacha, the Rambam writes, Don't enter your mind that the King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs and miracles to make new things in the world or to resurrect the dead or similar matters it's not true because Rabbi Akiva didn't ask for proofs as he brings the proof and he concludes the sages did not ask not a sign and not a proof Vodim, so the Rambam says, so what is the main principle? The Rambam continues, Kochahim, as as follows, our Torah, the laws, the statues, they're forever eternity, we don't add and we don't take away, anybody who adds or takes away, or he shows a face in Torah, which means he interprets the Torah and he takes it out from the simple meaning. He's for sure a makeup, he's a hoax. So, so over here it seems what's the connection? In the flow, the following of the Allah about the Melech HaMashiach. What we're not supposed to ask the miracle says the Iker. He continues, quote, that this Torah, its laws and its statutes are forever. It would appear, it seems, that one who would say that Mashiach needs to do proofs or signs or to come up with matters in the world, that would mean that he's adding or taking away from the Torah. Which would be opposite of not adding to the Torah. That seems like according to the flow. What's the connection between the two matters? Why is uh, asking for a proof going against the Torah? 
uh, why would we say that he doesn't have to bring a proof or not? This is also a very harsh language that the Rambam uses here, that if you would ask from the Melech HaMashiach, our Ois and Amaifis would be going against the Torah. And we see the Rambam addresses how we, uh, how we test the Novi, and in and over there, the Rambam is not so strong about saying that he would be going against the Torah. You say to Mizu, more than this, just to understand really why is the Rambam saying that if you that this asking Aisha Mesus would be going against Mesu Grebe Torah, when again the Novi Kosma Rambam, as far as the Novi the Rambam writes. That any prophet that will stand up and say, Hashem has sent him, is not required to make a proof, a sign, as one of the signs that Moshe Rabbeinu did for us. Or like the proofs that Elio proved and Elisha proved. Over there, yeah, go rain, not go rain. These are all outstanding change of the way of the world. They proved, so we know that Leo was a Navi, Elisha was a Navi. Moshe Rabbeinu proved. We don't need proofs for, for a Navi. How do we have proof, the proof of a Navi? If he says matters that are going to happen in the future in the world, and his words will be fulfilled, became truth, then we know that he's a Navi. As the Pasik says, that not a lot of question of it too much. So, so we see over there he rejects. Over there by the Navi, we're not supposed to challenge him with a Miracle which goes against the nature of the world. But yet, he's not as the in a massive sham came in the down over there. He doesn't conclude as like by us. That this is forever and we're not allowed to change it. Doesn't make such a uh, big issue of it to the extent that it makes over here. On the other hand, we does say something. At least it says there that he has to do something of the future. Over here, we don't have that at all. Also, over there, he says that the, he doesn't have to uh, prove uh, the, 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 the Mashiach. We're not going to have what he does. Over there, there he does something uh, the Rambam brings down by the Navi that he's Tavar Masidim. Over here, the Rambam doesn't bring this down. So that's what we need to understand in the Halacha Gimel there. In Halacha Zayin, the Rebbe is finally going to ask the uh, some on the uh, last uh, halacha, the fourth Halacha, Halacha Dalad in this Perik, in which the Rambam talks more about Mashiach, and but the Rambam seems to miss out talking about some of the greatness of Mashiach that the Rambam himself speaks. It's just a very limited amount that the Rambam mentions here about uh, the level of Mashiach. Why? Aloha Zayin. Aloha Zayin. In the following Aloha, 
after the first three halacha, this halacha dalad, the ilchus malachim, mamshich harambam, the rambam continues. Im yamid melech mibes David, if a king who is from the house of David, hoigabat Torah, studies the Torah, and occupies the mitzvahs, kidavid, aviv, as his father David, kvitarish mixavish about pe. Following the written and the oral Torah, and he's going to force all Yidden to follow the Torah, and to strengthen it. And he'll wage the wars of Hashem. He is assumed to be Mashiach. If he did so and he succeeded, Again, there is a lot of typos, another typo here. And he built the Migdash in its place, and he gathered those who were uh, pushed away, the Israel that were for far away. After doing all that, it's and he will correct the entire world. The Rambam continues there till the end of the parish. So, but Tzorich Lov, we need to understand, Loma, ain't Harambam Maskir Kam. How come the Rambam doesn't mention here? Begam loy b'chol ha-perik, and also not in the whole chapter. As ha-maylos ha-gedoylos bahen b'tahadmes ha-melech ha-mashiach. The great greatnesses, the advantages that we describe the King Mashiach over here, it's missing. It's seemingly, the Rambam says he will learn Torah, he'll do mitzvahs, and he'll wage wars. As the Rambam himself writes elsewhere in the Sefer Ayat, that he'll be he'll be more wisdom, more than Shlomo. And he's a great prophet, almost close to Hey, I said earlier at the end of Sif Hey. So why is it that the Rambam talks about Moshe, about Mashiach, and he doesn't feel important to mention about the... In Eishches, the Rebbe begins the explanation and all the points the Rebbe is going to bring out that it takes a king, the Jewish king is what brings the wholesomeness in Torah. And that's why the Rambam writes, the Rebbe explains the laws of Melochim at the end, even though the mitzvah to appoint a king in order, chronicle order should have been earlier because this is the ultimate way to fulfill the Torah mitzvahs with a king. Let's look inside. We can say the explanation of this. Bahagdim by first introducing Masharambam Sidrasilchas Malochim, that the Rambam organized the laws of Malochim, these are different ways to heading. What is the actual heading of the Rambam? Is it Milchameseim or Yad. Why did he organize it at the conclusion and at the end of his Sefer Yad? The Lechayre would seem, would appeal, if you say the Rasmanim, according to the order of times, that we should follow chronological. 
The Rambam writes in the beginning of the laws of Malachim that Sholish Mitzvahs, Mitztavu Yisrael, there were three mitzvahs that the Jewish people were instructed as they entered the land to appoint a king, and to destroy the city of Amalek, and to build the chosen house to build the base of So, according to that, so the Rambam should have seemingly organized the laws of Melochim. A lot before in the Sefer of the Yad. So we can say, therefore, the Rebbe explains. The fact that the Rambam ordered, organized it in the end of the Sefer of the Yad, the Sefer Halachas, which is the laws of Halachas, he emphasizes that what is the wholesomeness of observance of Torah and Halacha? Nase b'shoshi yashin amlochim happens when there is kings. Ukefisha is a move on gambe pashtus. This is also simply understood. Sheshleimus. We understand why a king will bring in wholesomeness because sheshleimus ki akiyum shall call mitzvahs nilchasatayro ikshiyesh malachal kol yisrael. When is the wholesomeness of the fulfillment of all the mitzvahs and the laws of Torah? We need a king. Over all Yidden shall Yodai Miskayim Yemes Mitzvahs Mulchamis Hashem. Through the king, we can fulfill the mitzvah of to wage the wars for Hashem, which is the Hachrizari Shalamolik to destroy, to cut off the seed of Amolik. We need the Mulchamis Hashem, we need a Melech. We also mitzvah Slimnes Besabhira, the mitzvah to build the Besabhira. We need a king. And we need the base of Echira in order to do mitzvahs. All the mitzvahs. Only then can we do all the laws and mitzvahs of the Torah. So, when did this actually happen? In practically, this has taken place through King David. He was king over all of Israel. So we know the Jewish people later on, eventually, they split into two kingdoms. But David, king over all in Yisrael, the Yehuda, um, the ten tribes and the tribe of Yehuda, who covers Yisrael, he conquered Yisrael, which is Gamar, Ushlemus, the Milchamas, the completion of wars, Vashem in and the wholesomeness of the war. Vashem in Yechloi Misavi Mikoloi Vav. The Pasik says that Hashem, Shmuel, Beis, that the Hashem has allowed him to relax from all the enemies. Bal Yodo Hoysa Hascholen, through him was the beginning, Achonis Akhoponim, at least the preparation. The Mesamigdash was actually built by Shloyme, but he was the beginning and the preparation of Binya Mesamigdash Biru Shalayim. Of the binyan of the structure in Yerushalayim, as the pasuk refers to Yemer David Zehu Beis Hashem Goimer. This is the house of Hashem. So David Amelech was talking about the house of Hashem. Umemele his afshir kimatir vamitzvah shleimus, and therefore it was possible to fulfill the Torah and the mitzvahs b'shleimus. And 
the Rebbe is going to explain now that this is the definition of Mashiach, that Mashiach Alpiyaloche is to bring back the Malchus so that we can do the mitzvahs in their proper way. But for this, we'll wait to continue in the next class.